This podcast was made possible thanks to Drama Victoria. Hello and welcome to The Aside, a podcast for drama teachers and students. I'm Nick Waxman and today we are speaking with Will McKenna. Will McKenna is currently starring as Scorpius in the Melbourne and Australian production of Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, uh, playing mm. playing at the Princess Theatre forever? Uh, for eternity? <laughs> it's till, never going to stop. Till May 2020 at least. Yeah, uh, Will, over, yeah Will McKenna will put a link. For all those who can't <laughs> find it, I uh, don't think this one needs a link. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, Will McKenna uh, is a student of Eltham College up until 2018. Uh, has uh, played a, a major role um, in TV uh, and now obviously starring on stage. Got a 49 for VC Drama and a 50 for VC Theatre Studies. Uh, is the pupil of the amazing Amanda Sykes, um, Evan Watts, Mark Carney, uh, and many others. And we're just going to talk about how he went from young pupil to a star of Australia's biggest theatrical production in the last 20 years. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to struggle through this conversation. We know each other pretty well, and I just want to talk about how he got where he got and uh, what makes him tick. And I think it might be helpful to young people out there hoping to pursue a career in theatre and drama. So let's welcome to the podcast, Will McKenna. What an intro. Thank you. <laughs> that was good. Well, I'm going to be uh, what's it blowing your trumpet a lot for the next 10 minutes, and let's see if, see if I can well, keep it uh, under. I can handle myself for a little bit. Let's see how we go. Uh, so, and uh, taught by Nicholas Waxman. Anyway, mm, well, we'll continue. See. First question. <laughs> First question. Great. So, uh, your wonderful parents, Michelle and Chris. I knew them before I knew you because yes. I, in fact, worked for Michelle and Chris many, yeah. many years ago. But you were actually born into a family who loved theatre. Now, that is a wonderful advantage. But that doesn't mm. obviously guarantee success. It often could mean you're terrible and don't even know it. <laughs> uh, so, although that is a wonderful advantage, let's not assume that that, that played a, the most major role. But working with parents who love and live theatre and drama, own their own yeah. theatre and drama touring um, company. Yeah. You know, is that where it began for you or is there some other spark that started your love? I guess so. No, I guess like other people are, you know, brought up, you know, I guess <laughs> playing cricket or football in the backyard, you know, I would watch VHS of Into the Woods with my family. But, you know, 1989 version. But that's not saying that we didn't play football or cricket. We did. <laughs> Quite a well-versed um, family. But I think I'd been to, by the age of like six years old or seven years old, I'd been to all the you know, stages and, uh, what are they called? Art centres around Victoria, at least. Twice, three times, maybe. So I, I guess I always loved, I always say that I always loved the watching a performance on stage from side stage. That was always um, a big image for me that I really loved, the idea of the kind of the like a backstage the inner workings of you know a show that other people are watching just from the front and that was just life to you yeah that was just my childhood yeah. i guess in the same way if you grew up with a football coach for a father or for, as, a, as a mother yeah. being in that box knowing the players knowing how they chatted knowing the strategies they used that would just be part mm. of what you believed life was like yes and that does give you a natural advantage i think or might yeah, infuse I, I you think with some so. passion for it. There was that. I think the passion and also understanding. So when I, you know, when you're 11 years old and someone goes, "What is a stage?" I could be like, "Oh, I know what a stage is. I can tell you what that is." And the many varieties of stages. And you don't the, just yeah. think of it as you know your local hall or something. Yes. And in the yeah, same yeah. way, if you went then wanted to become a football star, you would have all the difficulties that that other hypothetical person doesn't have. 
you're not learning a new vocab, you're not learning a yeah, new sure. way. So, you know, the parallel yeah. life, that if you wanted to totally change you know, track and be in a totally different profession, you wouldn't have those connections, you wouldn't have that knowledge. So, you know, those advantages are there. So you, went, you started obviously being backstage, on stage, following your parents around, performing. Your mum's an amazing performer. I've never actually seen your dad perform. I don't yeah, he would be in occasionally the shows. Um, I remember there's just one show where he'd wear a dress. He was the hairy fairy, right? <laughs> no, no, he, he wasn't was, hairy fairy. No, he was him and uh, two others as, as a part of a gag in one of the things or whatever. That's always something that's stuck in my mind. So they were quite fearless. Um, and that, I guess... That's a great word, fearless. I think so. And that, did that help you become fearless? Probably. I mean, you know, <laughs> I still am a teenager and, you know, was probably at the height of the f- most fearful three years ago when everyone is at 15, 16 years old. Um, yeah, no, I think so. Probably, I guess, again, probably a little bit of an advantage from other people. Um, I always remember that, uh, it was it year seven when someone uh, said, you know, we're doing our first, this first school musical ever is going to happen at Eltham College. It's a big deal, everybody. And um, I remember uh, people put up their hand. Who's going to do it? And not many people put up their hand, but... You know, my friend, no one, none of my friends put up their hand either, but I still put up my hand, but was kind of still joking with them, but put up my hand because I was like, because it was not, nothing to me about it was that embarrassing or that kind of different to my life. So it was just sort of like... And it wasn't an unknown. It wasn't an unknown. Someone yeah. says do a musical, you're like, what does that mean? You're That's like, true. I know what that means. That's true. Other people are like, do a musical? What that thing they do that I've never seen somewhere else <laughs> with all true. the costumes? And the, yeah. I don't know. I'm not going to do the thing I don't understand. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's true. Yeah, the it's the first point. time I played European handball, I'm like, I don't know what that means. If they say, let's go play tennis, I know what that means. I now yeah, know right. what European handball means. But Is there's that initial fear. It's a fantastic sport. Why oh, don't we good. do it in Australia? Bring it. We obviously do. There's a, probably handball. a huge European handball league. It's a fantastic sport. I guess. Anyway, so <laughs> so uh, obviously backstage with with Mumsy and Popsicle. Yeah. But um, you also had experiences in early age in opera with Opera Australia. Yes. That was is that before thirteen your first musical. Yeah. So Eltham I was College? part of the, the Eltham East Primary School. Um, shout out Eeps. Uh, was my was my primary school, and they had they had the kind of one of the best choir programs ever, and like like strict you know uniforms, uh, performing all the you know bandura competitions and and have concerts uh, twice a year and in the ivanhoe girls grammar um performance art center and uh they had a wonderful wonderful teacher uh ann williams who again taught me discipline of said craft and singing and performing i guess in terms of you know being an ensemble as well and she uh I think is quite instrumental in terms of my, I don't know, love or idea of what the skill is or what. So, and she was the one who got me some auditions for the Opera Australia Children's Boy Chorus for Midsummer Night's Dream. And then I was lucky enough to get that. And there was about 20 boys in that and at age 10. And they were looking for like 10 to 13 year olds. And we were, you know, painted head to toe in pink. And that wasn't the best socially, but but I still had the best time. And again, I was backstage and in the inner workings, and and I was um I was having the best time ever. And I met the most uh, awesome people that a ten year old could meet, the other ten year olds who were doing the same thing. And then from that, uh, you get invited back to audition for the next one. And I was 
I went up for Lab OM and then got that and that was even better because there was only six boys in that and six girls too so then you introduced to the other gender <laughs> uh, that was awesome uh, as an 11 year old um, and then I remember I went up for a third one too and then was lucky enough to get it but I was going through some anxiety stuff at the time and so I said no I mean looking back at it now I mean no regrets but uh, yeah I mean no I said no to that one but that's fine and then my voice broke <laughs> And I was like, I don't like choir anymore, but I really like being on stage. And I quite enjoy that. And I quite like performing, quite like acting, because I guess I've, I've done it a lot. And it's brought me the most amount of joy in my life so far as a child. And I know a lot about it. And that's kind of kept pushing me forward and forward, infusing the passion. Well, that was great learning that, that your parents didn't get you that, that gig with Opera Australia. That no, was through yeah. your local primary school and a passionate music teacher. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's like really great. Passion. That could we have happened to anyone. all the competitions in Nicholas. Oh, right. All of them. <laughs> Good to know. Well, is this close to where, where I understand your story picks up at Eltham College, auditioning for 13, being part of that, and then yeah. year nine, Evan Watts encouraging you to audition, like quite hard encouraging you to yeah. audition for Class Clowns? Class Clowns. Have which, I jumped too far ahead? Have I jumped no, an important step? No, that's completely it. Um, yeah, there's no, there's no musical in year eight. I was always going to do the musical because then Nicholas Waxman came and changed the Eltham College Performing Arts Program forever. Uh, did you like that? That's <laughs> good. That should Love be it. the tagline. Um, no, and so, yes, he, Evan Watts, year nine teacher, said there's this program uh, he's an English teacher, but also would teach drama. And a playwright. And a playwright himself. And uh, he said, go for Class Clowns. People have said that you should do this. Um, because I was pretty much, you know, one of two boys that had done the musical in Year 7 and done anything that's to do with being on a stage. And I, you know, did the Carson Trophy public speaking thing and people thought that was funny. I did one last year, uh, the year before that. And so he said, do it. I said, no. No, that's social embarrassment. That's social suicide. I would never do that. And then I went, why? What are you doing, Will? Come on. And so I did it, and I'm doing it. Um, it was, again, the most terrifying thing I've ever done in my entire life. Um, but I wanted to, I wanted to, I guess, do well and make people laugh because that's what it was. You had to do a five-minute stand-up set. And I wrote jokes that I thought were appropriate for my age and that I could say in front of my parents and in front of other people uh, and then performed that and got through the second heat, got through the first heat, then the second heat and then got to the grand final and then somehow, won, like genuinely, mm. no, no, genuinely, because I went, went there and people always go, oh, you, did you know you are going to win? I genuinely didn't because there was a guy who ended up coming second and was a good friend and then I worked with him a couple of times after um, and his name was Ethan and he was so good and everything but I think and Jenny this is a good tie this is a good story I'll tie it back hang on <laughs> is that is that I the reason I feel like I did semi well compared to other people was because it was quite a large stage with quite a large audience and I think out of all those teenagers I was the most relaxed I'm not saying I was relaxed but I was the most relaxed out of everyone I remember the Beautiful Nell Thompson, who was the kind of helper at the time, was rubbing my shoulders before I went on stage. But she was, you know, fanning people and giving buckets for them to puke in for other people. So I think that really helped just because I was a little bit comfortable on stage. Again, probably because I guess childhood. Nell Thompson helped me after my first gig too. Oh, did she? Yes. Oh, that's so lovely. I know. I, did, I didn't know that, that you were helping her. There you go. Yeah. yeah. And then she came here to the school. Yeah. Amazing. Helped out. Yeah. 
So, uh, <laughs> great. Uh, you did really well there, and you actually got lots of gigs after that. that yeah. That one door led to many more doors. That door led to some live shows that they had just started up with, up, you know, they called it up-and-coming young youthful comedians, and um, because I had won, they came with the role of hosting it, and so then again, more... I guess this is more practice, I, yeah. you know, in my opinion. The secret to performing is performing. It's performing. <laughs> like, it, just do it as much as you can. That goes for yeah. your VC drama solo, your VC theatre studies monologue, your, your ensemble, everything. Yeah. The more you perform in front of people live, the more you learn. Which I found out very... Well, which I found out later on. It's genuinely that is the answer. You can only practice by doing. It's, it's kind of bizarre. I don't know. It's interesting that people think... I don't know. Maybe they think they're just going to be picked up you know, for the next Hollywood movie or something like that. But no, do your local plays and practice and practice and practice. Um, Because I think the craft is the number one thing that will prevail, I guess. Totally. Absolutely. Um, Yeah, but that, you know, doors opened up to that and door opened up to that. And then um, at that live show, uh, casting director for ABC Me sketch comedy show came to watch because these were the next up and coming things. So it was kind of beautifully, you know, there sort of laid out but then we all went and auditioned and then I was lucky enough to get that and then also Wes Snelling who created the Class Clowns or was producing the Class Clowns um, what's it called program competition Competition. yeah yeah whole thing um, got me an audition for Noah Boys and through that I ended up getting um, the job and then I had them running side by side and I was missing school I don't think you mentioned it's You're Skitting Me You're Skitting Me yes season three um and then Noah Boy season three, they had to rebooted it. And I am not very good in those shows, at least though that, that first season of Noah Boys, because, and like we just said before, I guess I like to believe, believe that also was a little bit of training, those 13 episodes. I mean, sure, I was, I was all right enough to get the role or get that certain character, but um, boy, oh, don't watch those, <laughs> Nicholas Westman. Don't watch those. It's too I don't, late. I it's done. No. Um, anyway, the, the, the fact is, your training was on stage, and yes. then you changed medium, and then changed medium. Yeah. Although your sister, huge lover of film, yes, and a film director and yes. creator, yes. So I mean, me you too. had some experience. Yeah, of course you as well. Yeah. We haven't. Got, <laughs> I'm so sorry, Will. Yes. No, no. I mean, we haven't no, yeah. yet got to your skills she, as a filmmaker. No, she, no, not as a filmmaker. I mean, no. like. You know, we, me and my sister also bonded. I guess maybe we were maybe defying our parents and be like, we're not going to just care about theatre, we're going to care about movies and television also. Yeah, so that was great. And she's wonderfully talented and skillful. Um, but that was, yeah, so I'd like to think that was my training on that. But whilst I was doing all that, that stuff, I was doing theatre studies and drama here at Eltham College. And I was doing the plays and musicals that were brought upon and created by Nicholas Waxman. Sorry, he didn't write them. <laughs> Although some of them he did, actually. Although I didn't get to go on those. Um, yeah, so... And they also, again, training. Performing a lot gets you better at performing or at least being comfortable on stage enough yeah. to perform. And Comfortable, relaxed, listening, paying listening. attention. Yeah, right. And so... And again, I met all my friends through those plays. I met... I, I, I garnered a bunch of skills doing the plays and the musicals um that i never thought i had and then i guess 
I guess that gave me, and then through Noah Boys, I got a, an agent because they have to do all the money stuff. And I had no idea because I was a little boy. And I didn't know that either. So where's actually got you the Nowhere Boys yeah. audition? That's great. I thought it would have come through just getting me. So that's great. So you don't no, have yeah. to have an agent to get the gig. No. And you're, you were in a, a pretty exceptional circumstance. But yeah. Class Clans is open to everyone. It's literally anyone, anyone can, can get apply. in. Yeah. And you don't have to get into the, you didn't have to get into the grand final to be in the, what they called the LOL Squad program, which was the up-and-coming youthful live shows. Many um, other Eltham students have done that since yes. then. So you kind of opened the door for them as well, which was helpful. Sure. By, by seeing you win would give other people confidence just to enter. I you think so. You made it possible Maybe. for people who knew you. And that's, that, it's, it's all another hurdle. If you don't even think it's possible, if you don't think, I'll never win, look at that guy who won. I know. Look at that girl who won. <laughs> look at that look guy. Look how great they are. Not, they are. not amazingly funny, but he won this competition. Yeah, wonderful And won money too. So that's a big one if you can want to win. No, I'm yeah, it's all about the money. Get into the so. arts for the money. That's exactly right. That's the lesson of this whole podcast. It's all about the money, money, money. Uh, I think so, Jesse yeah. J. Yeah. Uh, so, but then that, you know, the agent then got me the um, audition for. Like, need to be clear. I'm not three for three. Like a bunch of other things that I did not get, but put myself out there for. But that's really important. How many things didn't you get, Wilmington? Quite a lot of things. Probably upwards of fifteen, maybe different things from the end of Noah Boys. Well, I got. I was fortunate enough to do another season of Noah Boys. Um, but between and you were a fan favorite character in that work. A lot of people uh, loved your role. A lot of people loved that character because it okay, was, did they? Yeah, yeah I don't yeah, know because you weren't playing the. Handsome leading man. No, you were yes. playing a, a, quite a nuanced, interesting character. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll take that. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. With glasses and a silly haircut. Yeah. Well, and also the acting you did. Beautifully yeah. nerdy character. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure. I thought he was a handsome leading man, Nick. Wow. No, you. <laughs> you joking? Your handsomeness should not be discussed no. on this podcast. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah. Um, okay. What I mean, it wasn't stereotypical lead role that we see in a lot of Australian drama. You were playing someone, sorry, Australian teen drama or Australian yeah. theatre. Well, yeah, even yeah. even in kids. You were playing someone who was more complicated. A little bit complicated, and yeah. People tend to draw them, be drawn to more complicated, nuanced characters, people that aren't perfect in every way. Yeah. I mean, even I, I, there was, when I got an audition for not that character, the first time around, I got an audition for the very flamboyant, um, kind of what they called brightest spark in the room character. And I had already like done a couple auditions of that certain type of character for that casting agency before. And I was a little bit confident, but again, I put, this is a, maybe this is a good putting myself out there story. I um, did an audition for them. I did the first audition for that character. His name was Jesse. And I then, then I emailed, no, they emailed back saying, great, we'd like to give you a call back. And that's the most wonderful thing ever. That's the most beautiful news because they want to see you again and you can try uh, and get other scenes and whatever. Um, but I then asked if I could audition for also another character that was on the list um, of the Ben, the nerdy one with the glasses. And uh, then they said, yeah, sure. So you want to audition for just Ben? And I went, oh, hang on. No, no. Can I audition for both? And they were like, no, pick one. And I went, well, I've already ruined this chance because I've genuinely done one too many emails. And so then I auditioned for just Ben because I said, maybe I can show them that I can do something else as well. And also for myself, see if I can do this character as well. Was this one you liked more too? 
I think so. Yeah, and that's impo- that's probably been a through line from both or three of these conversations is finding something that you like more, something that can, yeah. you connect to more. Why well, think what? Yeah, people say play to your strengths, but also your strengths are usually the things that you love and care about the most, and so you should play to those. Yeah. Or a good teacher strength. or mentor or agent will find those things that you love or make the things you're yeah. good at your passion as that's well. That's true. Maybe. That's I don't true. know if that's also true. Also listen to mentors and teachers. Um, yeah, but then that opened the door to then audition for uh, open audition for Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. And then, um, hello. Yeah, great. And, he, and <laughs> here you are. And that's, that, I guess, where we'll, we'll finish, but we might spend a little bit of time on that because this is a pretty fascinating job to be in. <laughs> In my opinion, I know you, I can't believe can... I talked so long about the other stuff. I'm sorry. Oh, it's all about the journey. Uh, great. So you got this audition for uh, Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, huge international show. As I mentioned at the start, the biggest show Australia has had here. Um, you know, yeah, it's a massive production. Which I wasn't it's an aware International of. show uh, with fans from all of all ages, uh, from all cultural backgrounds as well. People mm. getting into this amazing story of these underdogs that could. Um, mm. fighting against the forces of evil and then you probably got once again the more diff- not more difficult that's not fair a more nuanced challenging role yeah uh, in Scorpius yeah completely and yeah. when I first auditioned for it they, they asked all the boys because there was a <laughs> I walked into the room and there's a bunch of people that sort of similar age to me and they're all running lines and it's very funny uh, but they, and that's the life of auditioning. Walking into a room and going, oh my goodness, there's 15 people that look exactly like me, <laughs> just in my state. This is amazing. In my state, exactly. With, with my exact <laughs> abilities and skills. Oh my goodness. Okay, and, six foot three and brown hair can juggle. Yeah, and me. <laughs> 12 times more confident, you know. I was sitting there, you know, trying to go through the lines on my phone while everyone was doing lines with each other. And I was like, does everyone know each other here? Why is everyone so confident? And um, yes, they probably did know each they other. They probably did know each other. But I did choose, uh, I chose Albus first because they chose. They said, which one do you want to know? And I knew the Albus scene first. And it was genuinely just to go in there for two minutes because they were looking at everybody. And then from that, they're going to call you back to do something else. And then uh, fortunate enough to get a call back, um, which was wonderful. I was like, what the heck? Had yeah, you done a lot of work, Will? Had I done a lot of I think so. Yeah, great. <laughs> Okay, it I see. Pretty hard. Oh, sure, sure. <laughs> just surprised. I just picked up my no. phone, had a look for five seconds, wandered in. No, Pain no. There was an accent. I had to learn the accent, and um, and I, there was the two scenes. You had to learn one scene for Albus and one scene for Scorpius, and so I uh, learned them all. I learned them both. I mean, and then uh, from that was another audition, which they were like, "Come back, we want to see you for Albus." And then from that, uh, it was genuinely another uh, another brief one. Um, and then I got another callback from that and they added a movement call then as well as the audition. So they watched to see how fit you were, I guess, or see if you could cooperate in an ensemble. There was a lot of walking around with other people and doing uh, timed movement. And like the show. Like the show. And then after that was, uh, I remember I was very sweaty. <laughs> I wore a grey top, but I didn't want to show anyone I was sweating, so I put my jumper on over it. And then that got sweaty. Um, so I had to go to the op shop around the corner and buy the top for the audition uh and then came back to do the audition and i did the albus character but i was never really sold on that i was really i really wanted to show them um i Your guess my scorpius i think Scor- yeah because scorpius is uh has a lot of uh, funny lines and i think and you know, make a lot of scorpius's lines funny by the way not just scorpius has funny lines i'll take that yeah <laughs> i'll take that thanks nick plus some direction you know change it up 
Uh, and then, um, so then I, and it was quite funny because it obviously must have been very obvious, but I did the Elvis scene and I remember they kind of gave me a bit of direction and then I did the Elvis scene again. They all kind of turned and looked at each other and kind of went, okay, yeah, can we see a Scorpius, please? Because they had to show, they, everyone, every boy had to see, you know, show all the ones. And then I did that and they laughed, which is like... Winner. Which is winner, winner. And I was like... Phew! Um, wiped all the sweat off, uh, more, the small sweat that had come, and then I gave me a bit of direction again, and uh, you know, I, I think I took that direction, and I went with it, and then after that, I didn't hear from them for a while. What's a while? Uh, probably about a month, okay. until they said, um, you've got a callback, but for um, some more movement. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so they brought everyone back up to do some, uh, everyone, I think most, a lot of people to do some more movement calls because the show is very extensive and a lot of running around and doing magic tricks and certain acrobatic stuff. Uh, and then after that, and then at this point I was doing, I was fortunate enough season four of Noah Boys had been thumbs up, which was, we thought it was not going to happen because it had been already like two and a half years, one, two years. And then they said, yeah. So then during that, I had to stop doing rehearsal for Noah Boys and, and then go to an audition for Harry Potter and then go back and do Noah Boys. And then through on that, I had to, to ask for some days off to do more auditions because there was upwards of, there's 10 auditions then. And the last audition for Harry Potter, um, they, there was two scenes. I remember, and I love this. And this is a good one in terms of hard work. I really wanted this this role <laughs> you know what I mean so I really like those to, other actors I'm like that yeah no no one else wanted to except me uh, no but then there was two scenes for Albus and two scenes for Scorpius and they hadn't they hadn't gone just please can you just come in for Scorpius they had just said come in for everything so I had to learn two scenes for Albus one was four pages one was three pages and two scenes for Scorpius one was five pages one was three pages <laughs> so upwards I don't know how much mass that was that 16 pages or something like that uh, 15 uh, and I was like alright here we go and I prepared myself I lay it down um, I learnt them I learnt them inside out I learnt what I was saying intention and I didn't want to I didn't block anything because I knew after during the other auditions they gave direction so you realise that you and like you were saying before um, about never muscle memory don't lock yourself into a certain type of performance because they will they will see that and they see that you can't take direction and then will realize that you shouldn't be in the role because <laughs> you won't be able to take direction uh well, and they'll then, assume that in that two minutes or, yeah or 10 or 15 you know by now you're probably having longer auditions too yes you're getting serious time oh yeah the sweat is like ridiculous i'm losing weight now um <laughs> but then and then it was beautiful and i had uh then they said come back again tomorrow and in the morning we'll give you a um, so 17 pages in, in how long? It was probably about three weeks, maybe. Yeah. It, was after, it was over the Christmas break. And then probably mid-January, they were like, come back mid-February and learn all this stuff, please. Actually, maybe it was about two weeks. I remember it, I remember really being proud of myself that I learned all that yeah. stuff. And that comes down to experience as well. I, yeah, yes, yeah. definitely. You can have natural skill and ability, which is fine. And we can talk about your natural skill and ability. But I think what's most impressive about you is your hard work, your dedication, your passion, your keenness to do well, um, and your ability to work hard to get what you want. And those things can be true for anybody. And I think that's why this podcast or this conversation is important for people to hear. I think people think the talented people, there's this word talented that gets thrown around that yeah, may right. or may not be true for you, who cares? Uh, because behind that talent is... Uh, I think a bevy of skills 
that make you successful. And I think if people want to be successful, they can get those things happening. Yes. The dedication, the hard work, the care, the passion for what they do, the desire to do things as well as they can, as opposed to yeah. as easily as it comes to them. Anyway, I just wanted to interrupt yeah. in that moment. No, and that's, that was obvious, and that's beautifully taught by you know, the teachers that you have. Well, I liked, well, at least my teachers. So that was always in the back of my mind. And I said that, that, that what they, what's they say? Talent, talent, in a quotation marks, will only get you so far, is a saying that they say. They say, who's they? Them. Them. Yeah. You're powerful them. Yeah. So your hard work, you learned a lot of more pages and you were proud of yourself because you'd done a lot of hard work. I was darn proud of myself. Um, and then I, then they got me to go, uh, go with a dialect coach to see if I could project better and, <laughs> and do the accent better. And then they did the last audition. And then um, they told me I got the role about a week later, two weeks later. And so what's this, lead? In, what's this period been from open audition to this? So it's November. Uh, so midway through November to midway through February, there's <laughs> a lot of, a lot of waiting around, but also um, a lot of thinking and a lot of time, and then, and then, the, and then it was I got the role in February, and we didn't start until October, <laughs> and so um, and shush and shush, and you can't tell a single person. Obviously, I tell my family, and then I told my friends scattered throughout the year. Um, because the question in year 12 was what's everyone doing next year and I'm like I don't know want to go to schoolies (laughs) want to go to schoolies oh I can't I said I was going to overseas with my family and everyone was like that's so lame and I was like it's not really (laughs) anyway yeah and how how I I saw that I saw the the performance recently how close was the the, your Scorpius in your audition to what we saw what we will see what we're lucky enough to watch oh um, I genuinely probably can't. Rem- I can't really remember, but I'm sure because there's I a like lot of you, similar. you in the role. I like to think. What I mean, you is in your idiosyncrasies, your your fun, your joy. Yeah, I don't sure. see another Scorpius doing that. You've been lucky enough to see another Scorpius. Oh, uh, the, the, five minutes of one. I thought you went to, no, I didn't, to I New didn't, York. Yeah, I went to New York, but I didn't see the whole. I'm show. very sorry. Okay, I like take it away. <laughs> <I'm so> sorry. <laughs> right. No, I didn't. Yeah, I'd seen it enough. You know. Yeah, you're, you're, yeah exactly. I'm surprised that when you went to New York, that you went and saw. It. I'm like, wow, it's, it's, uh, you know the show. <laughs> no, but, but yeah. for interest, you saw a bit of it. Okay, um, yeah, great. Saw a bit of it, and yeah. very different. Not very different, but different enough for you to know that you bring something special to that role. Yeah, and they were pretty keen on that. The John Tiffany and Stephen Hoggett, director and movement director, were pretty keen on what you bring to your role. The role is a shell. I like to think of it like a like a trace out like a cookie cutter kind of gingerbread man person and you just kind of walk into it you know and put yourself or you know what you bring into that there's no there's no mold I had to kind of and that can be this this for musicals and other big productions you do the blocking that is set out yeah yeah so do your understudies you have a few understudies do they get to do their version yes completely that's awesome and Jill who we both know Jillian Cosgrove yes. yes she is she totally brings herself to her role as well <laughs> completely yeah. 100% yeah I can't think we can say who she plays I think you can now we can yeah. talk about that that's yeah. not a secret breaking there's a thing called hashtag share the magic happening now oh so, awesome I'm gonna hashtag share the magic she plays moaning myrtle, myrtle. yes and she uh, is <laughs> a, a, just a show absolute show stealer because she brings herself to her role and oh, she's hilarious 100% hilarious you, you and her are brilliant in the show uh, as well as many other people. Uh, fantastic. So, and that has been your life for a year? Yep, nine, nine full months of shows and three months of rehearsal before that. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. And it's been a dream, has it? Completely. This is, I don't, I've peaked, basically. Um, no, obviously. 
No, like, that's what I say. Well, you getting nominated for The Helpman might have been you peaking. Uh-huh. Yeah, Probably, so, yeah. Australia's most prestigious theatre award. <laughs> nominated in your first major... For the first show you could potentially be nominated for, oh, no. you were nominated for it. So. What have I done? Oh, Although you have been nominated in the most prestigious awards for high school for theatre Every single show you did? Not yeah. The Wiz. Oh, that wasn't... that. We didn't even put that up. Oh. Yeah, that wasn't even up for anything. Great. So, yeah, from your first role to... Yeah, so every role you've done, great. Nothing but... the. I mean, highest possible award you could be nominated for. Good to know. All right. <laughs> Except I never won. Ne- never won. That's, yeah, that's right. Never won one. That's an important detail. Yeah. Damn right. Because yeah. winning is everything. <laughs> winning yeah. is life. And well, so see, is winning is subjective, so... you see. Is it's it? the nomination that's not subjective. Winning is oh. someone has to someone has to win it, right? But these people have to be nominated. So to be nominated is actually the, the, oh, the yeah. honour because... Oh, in all seriousness. Yeah, yeah. To be, you know, people, people say to be nominated is... So the next oldest person in your category, <laughs> what's many years old, your senior? No, had passed away. Oh, so, so the winner had passed away. Yeah, the winner But you were the youngest person in the category by a yes. margin. I think I probably... Ever, but who cares? Ever. Oh, ever. <laughs> I and, uh, well, that's exciting information. The youngest ever P- Helpman Award nominee. Yes. Well, that's pretty good. And the Something youngest I to know. peak. Youngest to peak. <laughs> in Australian yeah. theatre ever. Oh, great. Excellent. And now the aside. <laughs> well... Uh, <laughs> Uh, so, is there anything we missed out in your amazing journey? We oh, didn't talk no. a lot about you. Yeah, my. Um, so, I didn't really get to go to drama school, but I had beautiful, wonderful teachers who taught me not only the craft, but discipline of the craft. And they are, and I'm going to shout them out right now um, Anne Williams, um, Evan Watts, Amanda Sykes, Nicholas Waxman, mm-hmm. and um, uh, Wes Snelling, who was the class clowns producer and put me up for a lot of stuff. And he's just great. And these five people, I like to thank for, I say my career. It's barely a career yet. Power of yet. Nicholas Wagner told me that. Um, but these people, these five people, I owe a lot to in terms of uh, where I am, where I am, and how I am, what I am. Great. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> and obviously, we're all going to say it's you. So, uh, 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 And that advice then for for young people hoping to do what you do? I know that's a really difficult question. People asking, what is your advice I know. Also, there's a sort of slither of a lot of, you know, right place, right time that plays into it. I need to... Need right to height, right physicality. You're ha- ha- having to pa- play such a young character. Yeah. You know, and a six I, foot two... You had to be over 18. And I was, you know, I was just turning 18. So it was kind of a little bit perfect. Um, but yeah. Yeah, right height as well. And yeah, you're right. So yeah, all those right things have to be in place, but you also have to be a hard worker and dedicated and passionate and caring. Yeah. And the, all the things that you've been able to manifest over the years of watching and seeing people, right, I imagine? Yes, I'll take that. Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> Tremendous. So, you know, your advice is to what? Not just rest on your laurels at any point. No, I think you got to... I think... And people always say, it, you really got to love what you do because when you love what you do, you will work as much as you think you need to work or as much as you think you need to work to be able to deserve said role or said achievement because if you I don't know if you just wait for it to happen it won't it probably it most definitely won't or if you're just hoping it's going to walk around the corner yeah that, I think they that, say that the harder you work the luckier you get sure oh that's a good one yeah and you've yeah. worked very hard. So what Nick taught me back in school was the harder you work, the luckier you <laughs> get. Yeah. Great. Excellent. So uh, 
<laughs> Thank you so much for your time today, Will McKenna. Uh, thanks for having me, Luke Smokeson. <laughs> That is all from us at The Aside. We have a load of episodes in the bank, so feel free to look through those and find one that piques your interest. If you would like to ask us a question or you have a request for a future episode, do not hesitate to contact us at asidepodcast at outlook.com. Thank you to Aaron Searle for providing the music. Thank you to Eltham College for letting us record here. Thank you to Drama Victoria for their ongoing support. And of course, thank you for listening.